This is the To Health With That, Naturally Healthy in No Time podcast for big health topics taken in small bites. I'm your host, naturopathic doctor, Amy Nuzel, and this is season one, all about the MTHFR mutation. This week, we're going to talk about what to expect when you're starting methylfolate. So if you've already taken folic acid out of your diet, added in a natural folate source, and started a multivitamin or B complex that doesn't have folate or B12, and you're tolerating these things well, then you're at the point where you might consider adding in some extra methylfolate or 5-LMTHF. We talked about it in a whole post a couple of weeks ago. As a quick recap, you can expect to see one of three big common reactions. Number one is this is the miracle of miracles and it continues to be the miracle of miracles and everybody rejoices. Number two, this started really great and went south. Number three, this is a nightmare from day one. No matter which of those big reactions you fall under, there can still be a little bit of an adjustment when you're starting. I couldn't describe my adjustment reaction to you any other way than to say my brain felt weird. It's not awful. It was just not normal. If it does feel awful to you, then stop dosing and read the previous post that we did about it to find out your immediate steps, which mostly involve stopping dosing and taking something to get that extra methylfolate out of your system. But in this conversation, I want to talk about longer-term expectations and what you might see. Now, the first thing you might see... (laughs) as with the rest of life, is good days and bad days. As you continue for longer periods on your MTHFR journey, the good days and bad days smooth out and things get a lot more regular and predictable. But in the beginning, your body's still struggling out of its personal sand pit, and so you're a little more susceptible to the ups and downs. This is normal and expected, and it gets so much better over time. Just be gentle with yourself. On days when you're feeling yucky, add in some good self-care. That could be scheduling a nap or some outdoor time. It could be a hot bath or taking five minutes to meditate. It could be sitting staring at a wall for 15 minutes. I've had those days. Could be unplugging or even watching a funny video during a break to get your dose of laughter. But just be gentle with yourself and take some extra care because your body is working hard and some days it really does need extra love and support. The other thing that you might see is detox symptoms. One of the biggest processes that's happening with appropriate methylation support is detoxification. This is great news and we want it to happen, but if it's happening too quickly, then it can feel crappy, like really crappy. And for a lot of us, there's a backlog of things that we've been needing to detox probably for our whole lives that just haven't necessarily happened in an easy way. And so your body does kind of jump at the chance. Detoxing too quickly, or too much at one time, looks a lot like brain fog, headaches, nausea, irritability, general yuckiness, Um, and it often reminds you a lot of a hangover. It just means you're pushing your body to detoxify, but it's getting stuck somewhere, and so there are some things that you can do to help to actually ease that up. Number one, decrease your dose and take a break from any methylated supplements or methylfolate that you're taking your body needs a minute, okay? Needs to catch up. Rest more. I know I've said that before, but really, truly, if you have the opportunity, rest more. 
Get extra water and some good mineral support, like a little bit of Himalayan pink salt or lemon juice or apple cider vinegar in your water. And do some gentle detox. We'll talk more about gentle detox because it's actually a really important subject for us. But this, I'll just break it down really quickly. This could be sweating in a sauna, a hot car, a hot bath, wherever else you can sweat. Um, it could be a hot bath with Epsom salts for both the sweating and the magnesium. It could be a castor oil pack. It could be boosting your fiber intake. It could be taking something to bind to toxins like bentonite clay, food grade bentonite clay, please. Or activated charcoal, also food grade, <laughs> or spirulina. Or it could be 24 to 36 hours of fasting, which sounds like no fun, but actually does make you feel better when you feel yucky. As an MTHFR mutant, gentle detox is going to be a part of your life. So it really helps to familiarize yourself with your body's kind of toxic signals. My first one is always irritability, unfortunately. Sorry, family. It's a sure sign that I'm pushing too hard. One of the things that I think is most important is to learn your boundaries. This is like the biggest and most important factor to really taking care of your body as an MTHFR mutant. None of us likes the word limits. It implies that we aren't superhuman and that we have to stop sometime and take breaks, and it almost sounds like a weakness. Um, we've got to change that idea. And fast. Understanding and listening to your body, if it's approaching a threshold, helps you to avoid the big fallout times, the horrible days, the emotional days, the exhausted days or weeks, the brain foggy can't focus days. Believe me, without those, your potential actually increases. It skyrockets. And it's like you're launched to the next level of life as a human, both personally and in your professional or creative life. It's a lot like learning the subtle language of your body so that you can stop problems before they start rather than waiting to crash and for all the wheels to fall off the cart and then dealing with it, right? The best way I know of to start this process is to use a symptom tracker, maybe even daily. And I know it seems a little bit, you know, anal retentive, but rank symptoms and traits from 1 to 10 every day and after a while, patterns will pop out at you. Like I said above, if my irritability starts to rise, I know I need to add in some extra detox. And if I don't do that, if I don't listen to that irritability signal, then I can expect two to three days of headaches, irritability, brain fog, and general misery. Believe me, it's better to just make time for that hot bath and to convert those bad days to good days. Likewise, if I start feeling my stress levels ratchet up or my level of work obsession rise, then for me, that's a signal that I need more methylfolate, more antioxidants, and more exercise. A couple of days of that will correct the balance and put everything back into perspective again. My signals are probably going to be different from your signals, but by using a symptom tracker, you really start to see those repeating patterns and can use them to develop some coping strategies to keep most days as good days. Thanks for listening this week, guys, and uh, for anybody in the States... Have a fantastic, fantastic Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, be grateful. You know, we've, we've made it through so far. 2020 has been a trying year, but I think we're all doing really good. So thanks for being here, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.